All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, Regarelli? I'm just still feeling a little sore from that shit kicking we took Sunday night from the Blue Devils, to be honest oh, with yeah. you. Mentally <laughs> sore or uh, physically? Because <laughs> I'm I, mentally sore from that. Well, that I, hurts. My buddy, I'm mentally and a little sore with the can opener Bobby got me with coming to the net. Oh, you don't have to do know. that to me. All you got to do is touch me and I'll fall. You don't <laughs> have to give me the can opener. Not the full I'm can not, opener. Yeah. I'm not the strongest on my skates anyway, so... No, I was a. Uh, I want to say it was a good game, but it wasn't a very good game. It was for them. They yeah. actually pumped us pretty good, but well, it stayed the pace, close. The pace was good. Yeah, guys were moving and, and working, but uh, yeah, couldn't good. score, and obviously they scored. So love those guys. Name of the man. game. Good dudes. Plus, it's all. I wish we could almost play them every weekend, just because it's always a. It's way more competitive anyway. I could step down a level actually, but you for you guys, it's pretty good. Anyway. Yeah, I was getting used to the new Toby there. The the uh, was it the 
Cool. What, do you, nine, what do you call that? That uh, that model? <laughs> yeah, the T92. T92, right, right. It's the, probably one of the most popular uh, curves in yeah. hockey, in men's league, and in the NHL. A lot of guys uh, use that. It's the old Sackick, basically. The old Sackick, yeah. Going Which I back, actually but... used to use, but then you got me uh, hooked on this uh, this toe this toe curve. Well, the hell I that mean, thing is, but I got used to the the flatness of the uh, you know the three quarters of the the, the blade, which actually well, is, ni- is nice for passing. I could have played with a broom on Sunday because I could make a pass, take a pass. So I was not good for Toby. If you were there watching, <laughs> I apologize to our buddies. <laughs> I was awful. You had a few crispy passes and uh, you know, a couple hard back back checks, though. I saw you moving the pins. Well, it's probably because I turned it over. Right, yeah. <laughs> trying to get back. The old Toby turnover at the blue lines. Uh-huh. <laughs> Way put- to go. I was trying to slow the game down. Meanwhile, it's 100 mile an hour in my mind. And they're just yeah. knocking it away from me and going the other way and laughing and thanking me. Yeah. Well, we play them again in two weeks. So, well, what's going on in the in Flyer Land? Well, Flyers Nation yeah. News. Flyers good? Nation. They um, headed out to uh, West Coast, Canada, West Coast, I should say, yesterday uh, in Edmonton. <clears throat> Big tilt tomorrow night against the 5 and 0 Edmonton yeah. Oilers. Boy, they're flying. Connor McDavid's doing okay. Yeah. I mean, not he's bad. not a bad player. Yeah, but 13 points in five <laughs> yeah. games. Thanks for coming. <laughs> standard. Yeah. yeah. Pretty standard. Without even working. Oh, my God. It looks like he doesn't even, he doesn't even break a sweat, it looks like, when he's playing. Yeah, that's the truth. And a little tribute to the boys there, too. I saw hopping on the old bird uh, rocking the Broadway oh, hats. Awesome. Awesome uh, to see, man. Paying tribute to uh, Jimmy Hayes, yeah. you know, former Jimmy Hayes, rest in Rest in peace, yeah, brother. Um, tragic, tragic accident. And, uh, you know, recently heard from his parents and family there that it was, uh, you know, a lethal mixture of fentanyl and cocaine. And, you know, something uh, all too common, almost uh, not just in sport, but uh, in society, yeah. you know, just uh, addiction and, and guys just uh, struggling with ways to manage that. So, yeah, I think as his dad said, you know, we we came we came public with this because we want to help save lives. You know, yeah. if guys are struggling. Yeah. Speak up and let's get get them some help. And unfortunately, uh, you know, Jimmy wasn't able to to overcome his addiction. But uh, you know, there's, there, there's hope for everybody. And yeah. I think there's a there's a there's a there's a lesson here, and there's a you know a, a positive message of hope um, yeah. for people that are struggling out there. So nice to see the boys support uh, support him and pay tribute to him. Yeah, it's, it was awesome to see really awesome i loved what jersey did too uh yeah. last week with their the jerseys and just a great guy man we've talked about it before just he was an unbelievable person and yeah know, it's cool to see the guys wearing those hats that was awesome yeah it was neat yeah you know it's unfortunate again like you said and it's hard to talk about you know because it's like it's such a real issue and it's a, it's more yeah. real than most people want to talk about you know it has to take something like this for people to start uh, raising some awareness around it um so yeah, so they're the boys are headed out west here. It's going to be a big trip because um, you know they dropped the last game, but Florida's Florida's a good team. I didn't think that the boys played bad. It was it was a close game down to the end. Yeah, um, was, yeah. so I, I, I'm feeling good about them right now, man. I, they've got oh, some yeah. ba- balanced scoring. Uh, Carter looks good. Uh, Jones looked played well in his yeah. uh, his debut, which was nice to see. Um, 
I, you know, I like this. I like them going in to play Edmonton right now. And, and uh, you know, Edmonton's five and oh, but I got a good feeling about this game. It's Carter's second time back. His first game didn't go as well as he wanted for his homecoming. It was actually my 2000th game. That was my 2000th oh, really? no game. Way. And uh, yeah, he got the hook. Uh, can't really blame him. I mean, they were just buzzing. I mean, you got dry and McDavid just, right. you know, they were just they, flying around. They caught us sleeping early, but um, anyway, back, I know Carter's going to be really focused if he's playing, I'm assuming he'll be playing that game. It's hometown, but uh, I like the way they're playing Riggs. I really do. Yeah, me too. They, you know, they really showed, uh, a lot of positive things in the in the last few games. Like you said, they dropped the last one. I mean, Florida's a really good team. I mean, they're still six. They're six and zero, oh, and and yeah. you know they just they just play fast and 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 move the puck and and get the puck to the net. And they just man, they're just doing all the right things. But there was a lot of positives out of that game, and obviously the games leading up to that one. Um, but uh, um, I think it's going to be a good test. Get on the road, play a, a, obviously another strong team. Um, yep. It's fast again, and just you don't know, have to buckle up. But yeah, interested to see how Carter does as well. I mean, I think uh, he said it's the second time he, it was because of COVID that you guys never were right. end up going again, right? So yeah, um, obviously he's all jacked up for this game as the rest of the boys are. So good luck to them on their uh, Western swing. There, there's a few other teams yep. there. Uh, they're still uh, undefeated. St. Louis five and zero. Obviously Edmonton, Florida six and zero. Carolina, which is surprising to have that many teams yeah. go undefeated for five six games. But obviously yeah, that will come to an end it, sooner than later. Carolina, I'll tell you, I w- I've watched them play a couple times. You talk about a team playing fast, man. Roddy, they they, they play fast. They really yeah. do, and and they are, they're actually very accountable defensively too. As as yeah. fast as they play. I don't want to call them a run and gun team. It almost seems like they are because they're so fast, but they play so well defensively. And he's got those scoring forwards coming back, play at both sides of the puck. Yeah, you know, got Aho, you. Aho. I mean, and you see it in their play. You see it in the scores of their game. I mean, they 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 win, man. And they're they're a tough team to play against. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I noticed about Florida as well. Not to go back to to Florida, but. Uh... You know, as much as they were pressing offensively, like they they really helped Bob back on, on the back end and getting back. Yeah. And you know, it's almost like remember Lavi back in the day was like he's almost like you know preaching offense, preaching offense. But it's like like telling guys to make you know obviously calculated risk plays. But like if you make a mistake, it's like we just got to we got to we got to get back and and defend, right? Yeah. I mean that should, that should always be the mentality, but. Good teams do that because you can't uh, you, you can't sacrifice the offense by just playing overly defensive, but you know, your good mistakes going to be made and you got to have to hustle back and, and readjust. So it is interesting um, that you can get guys to work both, uh, both sides of the puck. If you, you know, obviously if you're a good coach and you can get guys to buy into that, but right. Um, interesting stuff there and be interesting how these teams uh, move forward because uh, yeah, even Calgary's had a good start. I know they're, yeah. they're going to play them too. I mean, they're, they're, they're playing well also. So. Yeah. Lots of, lots of good hockey already early. Yeah early on so well nast this week's interview was brought to you by fans of philly as you know fans of philly is the number one organizer of philly fan trips for all sports that's right riles for the upcoming flyers trips they are going to new jersey arizona seattle the new york islanders new building and nashville and you have to make sure that you come join us me and Riggs, Nasty Knuckles, with the fans of Philly in Arizona, December 11th. I think we'll be leaving a couple of days before that. Yep. And we're also going to be 
going to Nashville in the new year in March, right around my birthday, Riggs, right around oh, yours. Yeah. Uh, I think this could be a lot of fun. I know it will be. Oh, yes, it um, will be. Really Looking excited. To, yeah, I'm really excited to, to join these guys and, and uh, be a part of it. It's it's exciting. And these guys know how to do it. I've uh, met a few of the people and seen them out. You see, you know, you see them at the games and it's just they're in it, man. It's awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, you and me both, dude. It should be a uh, should be a great time, and obviously they've done an amazing job there at Fans of Philly, bringing well all Philly sports fans to different yeah. games and, and events, and and putting on a nice uh, production. So, um, looking forward to joining them, having some fun with them, and getting on the road. It's been uh, yes. it's been pretty dry the last couple of years around oh travel God. for me. So, I'm not gonna uh, know what to do. <laughs> well, you'll maybe to, you'll I know do. what to do. Man. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you'll know I do. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i do hasn't been that long yeah you're right you're right uh, so looking forward to that fans of philly check Can't them out wait. so we are excited to tell you about a new partner we have at amazon music yes amazon music is offering you three free months of a membership no credit card needed rigs no credit card nope may as well nope. head to get amazonmusic.com forward slash nasty and that's it Riggs, you get 75 million songs in HD, no commercials, always on demand. Listen to unlimited music and podcasts like Asking Knuckles right yep. there. And just like Rig said, type in getamazonmusic.com forward slash nasty for three months free. Beautiful, Nast. Yes. Sounds like a great deal and no credit card. Loving that. Who Love that. To- who wants to bring out the plastic if you don't have to? I don't I mean, even though you're rocking the black Amex, I mean, it's not a big deal. You just don't want to bring it out. <laughs> Who does? I, I know. <laughs> All right, Nast. I think it's time. Let's get into episode 46. Let's do it, man. The Wayne Train, Wayne Simmons. Let's go. Sim Daddy. Welcome back. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Sotomayor. This week, we are so fortunate to have our good friend, power forward, the Wayne train, Wayne Simmons, <laughs> Sim Daddy. What's up, my man? I love you. Love, I miss love, you, brother. Man. I miss you too, man. Miss you too. How's everything, guys? Good. What's up, Simmer? Not much. We're just in Carolina right now. So, you know, we got a little off day here, a little downtime. That's 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 my hometown, baby. There you go. Hey guys, boys are probably like, get us out of why we gotta be here for a day off. No, it's actually no, nice, man. It's nice. The weather's nice. It started getting a little bit colder in Toronto, so we come down here, uh, you know, get a little bit of nice weather, chill before we play on on Monday. So um it's not a bad place to be. I'm not complaining, trust me. There's way worse places than being yeah. in uh, North Carolina at the Umstead right now. <laughs> yeah, right? I, like, yeah, I was going to say, truth. I like that Umstead. That's a, that's a nice hotel there. Yeah, that's solid. They keep it in good shape here. Great, great steamer there, Riggs. I don't oh, know if yeah. You ever got it. You stayed at the Umstead, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. It's a good good stop. That, that was that was where Bucky had his... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bucky, Buck Diddy lit that place up. Uh, yeah, walk in the lobby and see your assistant coach giving uh, foot massages in the lobby. <laughs> at three, at three a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's always a good sign, eh? Yeah. Oh man, him and Ash, him and Aaron yeah, right. Ash. Oh man, but anyway, Simmer, what's going on, man? You're you're uh, 
you're in your hometown getting to play hockey, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's great. It's unbelievable. And I think, you know, last year, obviously, you know, it was my first year with Toronto. And obviously with COVID and everything like that, we weren't able to have um, any fans at all in Canada. I think when we got to the last game in the playoffs, we had 500 uh, um, frontline workers attend the game to watch us. But that was about it. So I think this year to get the fans back, in the building, you know, have my wife and daughter be able to come, you know, other friends and family come to watch me play and finally being, you know, um, the year is getting a little bit better. COVID's progressing a little bit more and uh, I'm, I'm so happy. I, I'm excited to be, you know, on the Maple Leafs uh, and playing in front of, you know, my hometown. You know, there's nothing like it, I don't think. Uh, that's one of my Toronto's. This one, I mean, obviously it's one of the best organizations in hockey. And it's just such a great place to go to a game. Sorry, trying to get a ticket there is insane too, as well. Like, uh, but uh, it's got to be cool, like you just said, to to get to play there and you play with some pretty good players as well, man. Yeah, they're not <laughs> too bad. The boys yeah. aren't too bad, right? Uh, man, no, Maddie, Mitch, Johnny, Willie. Yeah, you no, know, we we got a good cast. You know, Muzz on the back end, Momo. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of good players. You know, those are just some of the guys. Yeah. Um, but still, no, it's, it's, it's been nice. It's been nice being in Toronto. They treat us right. Yeah. Um, you know, first class organization. So, you know, I got no complaints over here at all. It's got to be a dream come true. I mean, playing for the Maple Leafs growing up, that had to have been, that had to have been on the radar. You know what? No. No. Never. I was a red, I was a big Red Wings fan. And no way. A lot of people, are, lot of people aren't going to like that, but I was a huge Red Wings fan. I was like, wow. my first favorite player ever, Sergei Fedorov. Oh, With the white Nike skates, you know yes. that. Oh yeah, yes, you got the style, man. So he was my man. favorite player growing up, and um, so I just gravitated to the Red Wings. And then, um, obviously, I'd watched the Leafs play quite a bit, being from Toronto, and then being on TV every pretty much every night. You know that they had a game, so um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed, you know, watching the Leafs. But they were never my number one team. And then, like before. You know, when I was younger, I was like, yeah, you know what, maybe I, I wouldn't want to play for the Leafs. And then, you know, a couple of years ago when I got a chance to sign, um, you know, I jumped on and I just kind of had like bulb, the bubble went on, like, like the light went on in my head. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? You, you dummy. Like, this is your hometown <laughs> team. Like, <laughs> right. You know, you're from here. It would be an honor to play for the Blue and White. So, yeah. um, and it, it's been everything that, you know, any, anyone has ever said to me. You know, That's about awesome. the organization, everything's been unbelievable. And, you know, I'm definitely happy I took that opportunity a couple of years ago to sign here. Yeah, I was happy for you. The, the, um, yeah, you look good in blue, dude. Yeah, you do. Uh, you're orange or black, but you look good in blue, yeah. too, man. That's <laughs> a little 2 4 blue white. <laughs> Philly will always be my second home, no matter yeah. what. I That's think right. when, you know, you come through Philadelphia, I think the love that I got from the fans, um, you know, obviously the organization itself, you know, every single person within the organization. Um, I had I had a great time in Philly. I loved it. You know, fans are nuts there. I thrived off of it. It was just like sending a jolt through your body every time you'd step on that ice, you know? Yeah. So um, Philly will always be a second home to me. No doubt about that. Well, don't get that twisted. Yeah, yeah we, well, of course. I'll not. tell you, I'll tell you what, Simmer. I don't think in the eyes of any fan in Philadelphia, you could do any wrong. I mean, you talk about a fan favorite. We'll get into that in a minute, but you I don't think you could ever do anything wrong here in Philadelphia, man. But uh, I wanted to ask you one quick question about yep. T.O. Um, 
you guys, you're not off to the start you wanted. Obviously, it's five, six games in. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Two, three, one. But I wanted to ask you about, I know when we would always go into town, we're not, me personally, you know, went to Toronto a lot of times. The media, is it, do you notice that right away, a bigger media? Obviously, you're going to notice the media presence, but is there more pressure with all that? Or do you just kind of like, eh, it is what it is? You know is. what? To be honest, like, like this whole COVID thing has like, like it made everything like so like simple. Like oh. they don't come into the rooms. Like yeah, right. we only saw <laughs> no, them that's on. That's true. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So like we only saw them on like via like Zoom and stuff like that last year after games. So no one came in the rooms. And then this year, uh, we go outside and we ask, but the media presence isn't you know as big as it would be in in, in normal years. Right. Um, right. So I think it's a little easier not to be. Um, you know, consumed by it. I think especially when we got, like, the start we've got off to. Um, you know, they obviously, they do write a lot about, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto. Um, but for me, I, I, I don't I don't really read anything. I try to stay away from it. You know, it's not something that, you know, I think from, you know, the uh, mental standpoint, you want to be reading day after day after day sure. after day. So, you know, for me, I stay away from stuff like that. And, you know, I haven't even, I think, I guess you can feel the heat, but you don't like, I, I, I don't pay any mind. It's good advice for any, uh, for, for any up and comers as far as not, not listening to the, uh, the outside noise. Right. I mean, cause you can get yourself oh, you wrapped up into that stuff so easily. I mean, you're in Philly obviously too, which yeah, is it's the same bad thing for that. Philly, like Philly, yeah. Philly's a huge, like crazy sports town. They're always writing about the boys in Philly, right? So yeah. if you were to sit there and read every single comment or, you know, read every single newspaper when you're not doing well, you're going to put yourself in a hole. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely advise not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <those> are... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spoken like a wise old veteran right there, yeah. right? Oh, I mean, yeah. you learn, yeah. you learn because it's, it's, yeah, if you want to preserve mental health, like you're saying, man, you got to keep, it keep the, you. keep the bucket clean. Hey. Uh, Sib Daddy, how uh, how big of a chuckle did you get out of last year when Jake kind of like had his moment there with the media where he went to answer a question? He said, you know, I just got to say. He always, he he always like, <laughs> I was waiting for something like that. Like, yeah. he, he, he always, he, he's not shy. He's going to say what he wants <laughs> to say. He's going to say what's on his mind. And I, I had to laugh. I couldn't believe actually he said that, to be honest I know, with you. I know. Like, it, 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 yeah, it was, it was definitely funny. I was dying oh, a lot. God. And, and, and TK, Travis connect me. He's like drinking his water. He almost choked. Yeah, I was choked. <laughs> <laughs> Looking over. I almost I felt bad. It. Oh, God. But um, so uh, you got to, I had a quick question about, uh, you obviously, uh, before you got to T.O., you finished up in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. Only uh, seven games, I think, you played there. But you had been in Jersey. Um, things weren't going great, not just for the team. I mean, like, uh, there, and you get, you get picked up at the deadline. I just have a question, like not to say anything bad, but was it, was it a shit show? Like when you were there for that little short time, like, you know, you're hearing about Buffalo. Yeah. You're not to say anything bad about anyone. Just, I mean, no, 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 no. I I just think when we were six points out of the playoff spot, when I got traded there and I got traded there from New Jersey. And I remember, um, like, we weren't doing so well in New Jersey either. And, um, you know, I felt maybe, you know, a change of scenery, you know, could be good. I get into Buffalo. We were six points out of playoffs. 
and we lost six to seven. So oh. <laughs> immediately we were like, we were reeling. Like, so we went from six points back to like, I don't even know, like 12 points back in the matter of, oh. I think I was there for 10 days, something like that, 10 to 12 days. And then um, COVID hit. And I yeah. was like, this could be, is this a good thing? Or is that <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. No, I hear you, man. It's silver lining. Right. It. Yeah. I don't want to downplay what COVID has obviously done to the sure. world. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, it just was like, I don't know, you could tell everyone's frustration level and everyone wasn't, you know, not everybody was on the same page. That's all I right. can do. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was, it was difficult going in there, but there's a lot of good people within that organization. So I, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about them. Right, right. I figure that's basically what we've had a couple guys that we, you know, just to ask because it's just, you know, when an NHL team has a different coach and a different GM about four or five years in a row, yeah. it seems like it's just, you know, you're like, what's going on, man? It would have to be but, tough, right, for the guys who have actually even been there like over right. that whole period. Like I know they yeah. have like Ike's, uh, Ristolainen, like Reinhardt, like. Those guys were all there for that whole time, right? So, yeah, you know, it's got to be tough when you're seeing new faces every single year. Um, yeah. You know, that's definitely not what you want. You don't build the comfortability level like that and, you know, get the team going. So, yeah. 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 And then when you're, out, when you're out of the playoffs by that much, it's just like it's, it's nearly impossible to get the, get the boys fully going for any game, right? I mean, yeah, it's you like, can't get everyone on the same. You maybe have five guys here, five guys there, ten yeah. guys sometimes. But, like, when you're, yeah. It's unfortunate it happens that way, but yeah, you know, it's just when it goes, when it, rolls, it, when it goes bad, it goes bad. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. That's Everyone's true. playing for something different instead instead of what with the with the actual exactly. goal it's is. Exactly. Right? You're playing for the next contract, and you're playing for whatever, it, whatever it may be. A couple stats, they might have some bonuses or something they want to hit, and yeah, it, it's, it's sad to say though, but like it happens sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's true. And then going back before you you were in uh, in New Jersey, you, your experience in Nashville, it seemed like it was a pretty pretty solid year for you individually and as a as a as a team. Would you say so? Um, so it was when I was in Nashville, I got traded from Philly. So that was my last year in Philly. I got traded. I remember I played the outdoor game at uh, football. And we there. we won, and, and was, then yeah, yeah, right. That was, that, was, that was my last game. That was my last game. I remember. Why I still remember. I had friends down. And uh, we knew it could be my last possible game. And, you know, it really sucked. So uh, that's, that's the way it happened and it ended. But, like, uh, I got traded to Nashville. I think the next morning the trade deadline was. Got traded to Nashville. Went in there. Um, and I got hurt. First game of playoffs. I got a puck off the knee um, from Roman oh, yeah. Yossi, one-timer. I that. And then shut me right down. So I didn't even play in that series, which was you know, obviously heartbreaking. It sucks. You know, you want to make the playoffs. You want to have you know, a chance to make, you know, a statement and, you know, yeah. show your worth. And, you know, I got, you know, a piece of my knee chipped off. So, yeah, it's tough. You know, it was, it was brutal. I, I, I remember, uh, obviously, I remember I was there. Uh, just, we were so, we, we were, we were rolling. We were rolling. We get into that game. We found a way yeah. to win that outdoor game. It was the first one we've, we won. Like, yeah, in Italy, right. you know, remember, yeah. finally, <laughs> we fight, we found a way, the rain, everything. Um, you had a big play in that game that turned it around. I mean, a clean hit, and ended up they ended up losing two guys because Ghost went into yeah, to help, and so right? one Dumoulin goes out, and I think I think he jumped, not jumped him, but just grabbed Latang. Yeah. So we they end up with four D anyway. Game of hockey, we right. end up winning a game, 
And uh, I, you could just in the room, everyone's praying Simmer's not going anywhere, you know. And and uh, the next day, I remember <clears throat> Sim Daddy when you you came in the one time, and I was like, nothing yet, right? And you're like, no, not yet. Listen, <laughs> and I'm like, I remember going back into my office, going, please. And I swear to God, yeah. like three minutes later, three minutes later, it comes up, and I'm like, ah. But uh, yeah, it was brutal. And then, you know, yeah, I, thought, I thought I was going to be in Philly for a long longer than I was. And unfortunately, you know, it's hockey's business and stuff like that happens. So, yeah, it is the way it is. Yeah. So in the back of your mind, it wasn't overly of a shock to you. But I mean, did you? No, did you, it wasn't did you... a shock at all. But like when it actually did happen, I was yeah. just like, it's I happened. can't believe this really happened. Right. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's unfortunate. Last year, my deal. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, business starts to take over and. Um, yeah, you know, it happens. <laughs> it's still sad to this day for me, but, um, you know, you got to move on. You got to keep going, right. forging your own path and, you know, continuing to play the game. For sure. I know well, the, the fans of Philly still miss you. See oh a lot of Simmer God. jerseys floating around yeah, and your yeah, name comes up every, every time that. you pop up on the highlights, beating the piss out of someone. And he's like, <laughs> Why the hell did we get rid of this guy? Scoring <laughs> uh, big goals. Man. Yeah. It all, man. So, so Simmer, you you know, we we're just talking about your, your last game, but you were part of a really big trade in Philadelphia and, and L.A., you know, yep. and you're a young player. You, uh, you, you come in like, I mean, obviously, I remember you coming in, but like, what were your feelings when that trade goes down? Because that's, that's a big trade, man. Yeah, I think it was the same way when I got traded from Philly, when I got traded from L.A., I was like, you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just. I think it's you're always a sh- it's always a shock when you get traded. I think especially for me when I really did get traded from LA, so I had absolutely no clue what was going on. And then uh, I remember I was at my uncle's cottage in PEI, and uh, I was there with my dad, my brother, and my uncle, and the four of us were just hanging out, whatever, for a week. And you know, I got a phone call saying you've been traded to the Philadelphia Flyers, and I'm like, what? Like, it was kind of a quick phone call, and it's so funny because Hex- Hexy traded me both times. Hexy doesn't like me too much. He can't stop me again. Um, but yeah, I, I get my phone call, and I'm like, what, really? And I'm like, I actually can't believe this and that. And I, I learned it was to the Flyers, and I was like, I was like, okay. I'm like, yeah. all right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. and I obviously want Big E, you know, LeClaire, and yeah. you know, all those guys, and you know, I loved the Legion of Doom, and Philly was just like, like my style. Right. Like I, yeah. Lived yeah. For that. I lived for that, right? So, you know, I was pretty excited. I remember um, Homer picked us up, uh, picked me up from the airport when I landed, like, that next day, and uh, he, he actually scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And he, didn't say, he didn't say much, and he was just this big, scary-looking guy. And I was like, oh, my God. I ended up being the nicest man in the world. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. He yeah, has, he has that, that effect on people. Yeah. That yeah. Look, <laughs> you first meet him, and you're just, like, frozen. You're like, I don't know what to say and or do. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Take me to the hotel, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Simmer, you come in first year, man. You bury 28, 114 minutes. I mean, it's just your game, man. You're a hard-nosed player. you 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 play the game to me the right way. Um, you're always there for your teammates. You're always a huge lift, really good in the locker room. And, uh, I mean, right away, like I said, you became a fan favorite, man. It didn't take, you know, any time at all. <laughs> and, and you're still, like Riley said, I mean, we've been, we go to a 
the games and and anytime there's clips, I mean, people are going nuts. Anytime we posted things, yeah, uh, you pe- people people love you, man. And what what a great run here, man. A lot of good times. Good good guys. You got to play with Yogs. That that you know. Yeah, that was for first sure. year in Philly. You got to play with Chris Pronger and Yarmir Yager. You can meet two Hall of Famers. I'm just yeah. like. Like, this is okay. This is this is unbelievable, and I think just coming in there, I kind of wanted to like reinvent myself as a player. Um, you know, obviously leaving LA, I think I was more of a defensive guy. Um, you know, played third line, did a lot of checking role, PKing, and stuff like that. And you know, got the Philly, and I got an opportunity to play on the power play for the first time. And um, you know, I, I kind of just it lit a lit a spark in my in my belly and uh, fire in my belly and just, you know, wanted me to do that much better, you know, all the time. And, um, you know, I came in there saying, you know, I was going to be tough, you know, play, play the game the way it's supposed to be played, stick up for my teammates. If I have to fight, I'm going to fight. Um, you know, but at the same time, I want to be a good hockey player and score some goals and contribute to this team that way as well. So, um, you know, that's all I tried to do um, my whole career in Philadelphia, you know, um, just try to be there for the boys, um, stick up, you know, and, get the team to be a one cohesive unit and, you know, just play for one another. And then, um, you know, just go out there and play the game mean. Yeah. Well, you embodied it fully on and off the ice. No question. He said like, Philly's your style. I mean, there's no question. You look good in orange and black and like, you, you took your game to another level. Honestly, yeah, like you said, you get yeah, an opportunity on the power play. You're, you're one of the best, best uh, around the net there with your stick and you're getting in the way and traffic and, you know, going to all the hard areas that we always, you know, coaches always talk about, but you don't get those opportunities. It's hard to, it's, it's hard to capitalize on those uh, situations, yeah, right? So exactly. It's just, you know, kind of wait, you learn as a younger, well, the way it used to be, obviously, Rob, you know, this. like you had to work for what you got. Like yep. you, nothing was ever handed to you. It didn't even matter if you were, if you thought you were better than the guy that was ahead of you, he was older than you. He, he got the role. You mm-hmm. worked for it. Right. So, um, you know, we had a lot of older guys in L.A., like Ryan Smith, Michael Hanzus, who also played in Philadelphia. And, you know, I just waited my turn. I waited behind those guys. I picked their brains. Um, you know, kind of started moving like the way they were moving. And, uh, you know, it helped me a lot. I learned a lot, um, you know, from just watching the older guys play and, and just learning their routines and, like, what they would do at practice and how meticulous they were. And then, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that I would I would be ready for when I did get my opportunity. I knew it was going to come. I didn't know, obviously, if it was going to be in L.A. or anywhere else. But, you know, when I got to Philly, Lobby, you know, really entrusted me, you know, with being an offensive player. And, you know, I took that to heart. And, you know, I was going to do everything I could in my power to run with that. Yeah, you yeah, did a hell of a job. Definitely did. A couple 30-goal seasons. I think how many? Two or three, maybe four, almost 30-goal seasons. So you definitely took advantage of those opportunities. and. I also play with a lot of great players. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I think the majority of my goals actually came from G, J, Cross, <laughs> yeah, right. Right? So, Hey, Timber, you still got to put them in, man. No matter yeah, what, man, you, you got to put them in. Yeah, I know. You got you got to put them in the net. But, like, when you're getting them like that, because I don't get them anymore. So, like, you go, to appreciate, <laughs> you, go, you go to appreciate them the older you get, and you're not in those positions anymore. I don't know how many times I stood on that back door, and I just went, yeah. <laughs> like, so, you know, you got to appreciate the players that you play with, too, at the same time. Of course. Uh, Sibber, I got a funny story. I, I may have even told this on one of our shows. I don't know if I did or not, but I know I've told Riley this. But we were, a few years ago, we were playing in Pitt. It might have been your, might have been the last year and your last year in Philly. But uh, 
I went down to see uh, my buddy Tags, uh, one of the equipment guys, and Sid happened to be sitting in the room, and and I Phil Kessel had sent down for me. He wanted to talk to me, so that's yeah. why I, I really went down. So, of course, Sid's all on his gear, like getting ready to work out and everything. You know, it's like the game's at seven. I think it's about five forty-five. Like okay. Phil's in his suit. <laughs> Phil's in his suit. Right? <laughs> so, just thought there, right? Oh thought yeah, there. like just all disheveled, right? And we had lost to them in the playoffs. Long story short. Phil's uh, G had hit uh, who did he hit Haglin? He hit somebody like hard okay. in the playoffs. And after that game, they ended up winning. And he said, uh, Phil said, I was, you better tell G I was, I was going to fucking kill him, you know, like, and I said, Oh, settle down, you know, uh, Phil, you know, like he had some buddies there and they were all yeah. laughing. We were just kind of yeah. kidding around. So I went down there real quick. And Sid's sitting there, and he was signing some stuff, and uh, and Phil's over on the other side of the room, and I winked at Sid, and I said, uh, hey, Phil, just so you know, G said let, he wanted to get it out of the way right off the hop, right really? off the puck drop, and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I said, <laughs> I said, well, you told me to tell him you are going to beat his ass. Like He said, all right, let's go. And he goes, fuck that. I'm not fighting. I'm done. I got five. He goes, I got five fights. I'm done. And so, so funny, man. so the funny, the funny part was, was Sid says to me, he goes, you know, what's scary. He goes, is he has like five. I've got a few. And Sid was like, I kind of wrestle. I don't really fight, but I've had, you know, majors. And he goes, and uh, Gino's got more than both of us. He goes, but I'll bet you we lead the team and fights. Cause in, they just did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. well, because they didn't have, cause they had got rid of Revo. Remember That's they right. had him. Yeah, oh, before. that was after that. So that was after yeah. they had like, obviously like Tanner Glatz and all those guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. this was, yeah. And so Ash. I, yeah. yeah. And so I said, uh, I said, well, it's funny because I said, uh, he, he brought up, he brought you up. He goes, Matt, he goes, if we had a guy like Simmer, he could score. He's top. And I said, dude, I said, Simmer goes into piles and guys start looking around for quarters on the ice. They don't want to look at him. They don't want to look at him. And he goes, I don't blame him. He's a beast. That's what Sid said. He's like, he's oh, a God. beast. That's and a then, good compliment. Yeah, right. And then the funny thing was, as he's saying that, Phil's going, now, seriously, tell G to fuck off. I'm not fighting. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally talking about you at this time. But oh, anyway. Uh, but yeah. Sarah, and, it, and actually that game, that game, we got down, I think, three nothing, and you fought Alexiak. I think that's how you say the name, the big D man. Yeah, yeah. It's the only guy they had. And you ended up he's winning the fight. And we he's a monster. And we it turned the game around and we won. And you got the you got the helmet that game or the whatever it was we were giving away. And uh you were like, I didn't really do anything, but I okay, you know, let's go. <laughs> we're like, no, yeah, I, I you turned I, the game around. I know, but I played like crap that game. I remember it. And I was like, if anything I can do for the boys, I'm like, I can do this. I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> so I grabbed him and I actually ended up breaking, he ended up breaking my nose on the first punch in the fight. I remember. Yeah. And that's right. um, I was so mad. And I got like my nose broken and I, like, I remember them giving me a hat. I was like, I didn't even do nothing. Like I got my nose broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, boys, like, I don't know many guys get their nose broken and then pound a guy like, oh, man, yeah, it's, right? it's crazy. But uh, yeah, you did every, you You've always been like that, uh, Sim Daddy. You, you do everything for the team, and you're a team guy, man. It's awesome. Hey, Simmer, I was going to ask you about um, going back to juniors. Um, I ran into just a little, a little, little info on um, you being passed over in the OHL draft two years. Yeah. 
and, and then and then and then eventually you were selected in some sort of priority selection draft. So it was like, um, my, so when I was like, I played double A my whole life. So by like for the OHL draft, I was I was still playing double A at that point. I think they dropped at sixteen, yeah, or at the end of your fifteen year old year. And I was playing double A. I didn't play triple A until I was sixteen. So wow. um, I went to junior A, played for the Brockville Braves, and I got drafted after that year. So it was two years after my original draft year. Um, wow. So I got drafted to Owen Sound, I think, in the sixth round that year um, by Mike Fuda and the Owen Sound Pack. And I was just like, I'm not coming. I'm like, I don't know why you guys drafted me. I was going to school. I was going to Bowling Green. I had a scholarship to Bowling Green. Oh, no way. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to school. Like, I promised my mom I'm going to school. I'm like, don't even bother picking me. And he picks me, and he shows up at my house, like, three days in a row. And no I'm way. Like, yeah, like, he just kept coming back because he actually lived pretty close to where my parents lived. So, Butes just kept coming back, and I was like, all right, man, you got me. Like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to come back no more. Like, my dad, my dad's sick of seeing you. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what's my school package? I'm like, give me a school package, like close to what I would have gotten if I had got a scholarship. But he didn't. Anyway, so I, <laughs> I, still, did. I still ended up going to Owen Sound. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life. So. Yeah, I guess so, man. Give him an apple on that. Best part about that, too, is Futes was, uh, you know, he drafted me to L.A. as well. He became that. No way. Yeah, he became the head of um, amateur scouting with LA the year, the year after he brought me into Owen Sound. So he left, and I stayed there, and uh, he became the head of amateur scouting, and then wow, me that is to, awesome. Uh, the Kings, so that is yeah. amazing. I owe, I owe that man a lot. Yeah, and and then you what? You played two years in the O, and then you're you're playing full time in the NHL. You never dressed one American Hockey League game. I mean, that's that's no, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, you know what? I like for me, and I think the you know the position my family was in. I, I didn't really like. I had no time. I was just I needed I needed to play in the NHL, and um, you know I put a lot of work into it. And LA's team was really young. Um, you know they had some you know some holes. They needed more toughness. And you know I honestly I went to that training camp. I remember I almost made it my first year actually. I think I was one of the last cuts. Um, my 19 year old year, so my after my first year in the OHL, so it's kind of a whirlwind for me, um, you know. But by the time I get there, when I'm 20, I just come off of playing Team Canada, um, winning a gold medal with the World Juniors, and then uh, we lost in the Western Western Conference Finals in the OHL. I got traded to Sault Ste. Marie. We lost the catch, but you know I, I was fully prepared for you know training camp when we came up that next year, and I just went in there and I would just. I did anything I could, block shots, grab guys, fight, you know, whatever I had to do. I, did, I was a little rat. Like, I didn't care. I, was just, <laughs> I literally did anything I could possibly do to make that team. And I would always say to myself, and I knew it wasn't, you know, I, I didn't think it was really attainable to not play in the AHL. But I always said to myself, I had it in my mind that there's no way I was ever going to play in the AHL. And that wasn't me looking down on the AHL or anything, any players that go through that, because obviously a ton of stars, everybody plays in the AHL before right. they develop to come up. Um, I just think my game was at a point where, you know, I could do those physical things. And, you know, not a lot of younger guys could do that. So I think that gave me a jump and allowed me to actually develop my game 
in the NHL at an NHL level while doing like all the dirty work at the same time. So I think that's that's kind of how I rounded out my game. Yeah, that's that's interesting stuff. And he goes back to always goes back to mindset, right? You believe so much in yourself and your ability to have that thinking, right? I mean, that's yeah. You know, there's a difference between you know, say arrogance and confidence right i mean around your you know your belief system but like to believe yep. in yourself that much and that's really what it always comes down to is believing in yourself but uh that's again it's 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 really amazing because not too many guys play full-time in the nhl without going through the the american hockey league at least you know like a handful of games or something even you know but that's yeah no trust me i realized that like my best friend's chris stewart and he was yeah. the first round pick 18th overall to uh, colorado and he played in the AHL, and he goes to me. I, I remember telling him, I'm like, I'm never going to play in the AHL. He's like, you kidding me? He's like, I'm a first-rounder, and I'm in the AHL. He's like, you think you have a chance? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and it wasn't even like, it was just like, we were just out one night, and he, we were talking to each other. We were talking garbage to each other. And I'm like, all right, well, watch. Let's bet. And we made a bet. I'm like, I won that bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Well, that's powerful stuff, man. And then, uh, you know, I, I've heard rumblings. I want to see if there's any truth to this Uh but uh, maybe, maybe it was that off season leading up to the to the year that you actually made the team. Um, but you were living out of your car, maybe before you were in a hotel and stuff like that, just slugging it out and, and so, doing what you had to do. So I was living at. So when I got drafted to LA, I was living in Anaheim. Um, I was working out at TR Goodman's in Venice Beach. So me and Chris Stewart were living in Anthony Stewart's wife's apartment, while well, his girlfriend then at that time her apartment because she went to Cal State. So they let us, me and Chris, move down there to live in um, the condo or the apartment that they had, and it was in Anaheim. So we drove every day from Anaheim to Venice. Um, and this was the summer before I got drafted. I eventually got drafted, obviously, that summer. Um, but, like, the drive from Venice to Anaheim is ridiculously long, especially in California traffic. Yeah. Right? Like, oh my God. It'd be a two hour drive. Like if we had to work out at seven, we'd have to get up and leave at five. So like in between, I would like, I sometimes I always wouldn't go all the way back. So I would just show up really early, like do my workout and then show up at the King's facility. And I just sleep in the car. Like I didn't actually live in my car. But like, yeah. you know, I spent a lot of time sleeping in that parking lot in that car just yeah. so like I could make sure that I was there on time and, and ready to do what I had to do because like the, the miles that I was traveling were ridiculous at right. that point. So it actually ended up being a blessing in disguise, like us moving out there for the summer to, um, you know, to work out with T.R. Goodman because I ended up getting dropped by the Kings and everything was like right there. So I learned California or like Southern California anyway, pretty quickly. Wow. She, uh, Sacrifice. Chief Chief actually worked out with him uh one summer. He went out there and he was telling me, he goes, This guy's crazy. He's he like, is crazy though. He says he's fucking crazy. He goes, We're over there, like we're working out, and he's over and getting in our face. Wait, fuck, you're not working. He's like, I gotta go golf. Chief's telling him, he's like, <laughs> go. golf. He's like, you're not fucking going. You're in here, you know, and he goes, Man, I can't take this shit. Like, you honestly got like, coming from Chief. Okay, so I like he was crazy man like literally anything you did it wasn't good enough like he was right. always in your face just trying to break you down and like yeah. i remember i was doing like leg press one time and first of all he didn't even let me do anything but like shoulders and hips with like two and a half pound weights for the first month because he said i was too weak 
So I had literally two and a half pounds on my wrist going like this, two and a half pounds like <laughs> ankle wraps, like doing whatever. Humbling experience. And like one day, one day he'd let me do five pounds and then he'd look at me and be like, no, no, you're not strong enough. You're not strong enough. You got to use the two and a half. So like he'd play mind games with you and yeah. like it would like drive you crazy. But you know what? I can honestly say that that was probably a, a big like step in like my mental progress, like working out with T.R. Goodman, the way he tried to break you down. Like he wanted you to quit. Yeah. They would make you work out so hard that by the end of it, you'd want to quit. So I can understand where Chief's saying Chief was already established <laughs> in the NHL. And he's saying, yeah, I don't want to do that. About, I'm going golfing, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he said he said he'd be like in his face and Chief would just like laugh. You know, he's like, this guy's nuts. And he's like, why are you laughing? <laughs> you know, like Chief's like, because you're man, nuts, man. <laughs> the amount of people I saw go through that gym like was crazy. Like he had Ray Liotta in there, like Willie McGinnis. Oh, like he had everybody, man. Like I'm, I swear to God, like, who else did I see there? It was like, I might have even seen Hulk Hogan in there one time. Like, that, <laughs> Venice, that, 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 like, that gold gym in Venice was bumping. Like, they had everybody and anybody in there. It, it was he crazy. He didn't have the Hulkster with two and a half pounds, I bet. So, <laughs> no, Hulk no, in the corner with, like, with lifting the rack. Yeah, that's hilarious. I was going to ask you anyway, since you brought that up, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize, um, you know, how intense this guy was uh, and, and, you know, the gauntlet he put you through. But your, your evolution of thinking towards training over the years, you know, obviously when you're younger, you're in this absolute killer mode, right? I mean, you're yeah. doing everything in your power and you're training as hard as you possibly can. And then as you get older, you get a little wiser, a little more efficient with your body. I mean, where are you at now as far as your, your training and, and, you know, your your philosophy on recovery you know 15 years um, into the nhl you know what i i work out with matt nickel i don't know if you guys know who matt nickel is i do yeah but, yeah but he's a guru i don't ask questions i don't even touch the weight he just like everything is just like tailored he knows my body so well i've been working out with him for the last nine years okay and it's, it's it is like you said like when you first start like you do everything like i'd be running i'd be you know, lifting for two hours, I'd be skating for an hour a day. Like you just don't give your body any time to rest and you just keep going and going and going. And then I think I got to like, I was 26, 27. And then like, I, all right, my knee hurts. Like I had surgery my second year in LA. I had to get 60% of my meniscus taken out in my left knee. And like that right there, like stopped me from being able to like constantly run. So I used to have a track coach uh, named Carl Folks. Um, you know, out of Scarborough, who actually ran in the 88 Olympics on the Canadian team. And um, for two summers, like, we we did, like, strictly running. And, like, it made me so fast, so strong, so powerful. But, like, after a couple summers, I couldn't do that anymore because my knee would start to, like, bother me. Right. So then I kind of – I moved from that to um, this other place called Twist Conditioning in Whippy for, like, a year. And that was just, like – way too much like overload for my body and then i finally got to maddie like nine years ago and it's been unbelievable like the science behind it and like work to rest ratio and like everything like that it's the way he does it is unbelievable and it's just like it's put me in, into a position to now where like i'm 33 i've had um uh, i've had a lot of surgeries you know i've had you know double hernia groin um you know knee couple other things and it's like i felt i didn't feel the greatest for probably a couple of years and then 
now because of what Maddie's doing with my body. And like, I feel as good now as I did when I was like 25, like body wise. Wow. That's awesome. Like That's after amazing. the last three years of probably not feeling the greatest, like this year, I feel unbelievable. So wow. you definitely got to watch what you're doing with your body. And it's like, you know, I don't run as much anymore. I still run for like shorter distances. Well, as opposed to doing like 400 and 300 meters, it'd be like, you know, tens, tens, twenties, thirties, forties, right. whatever. Right. Like I don't even really get up to hundred meters, but like, you know, just to get that turnover. Um, so yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a lot to change, you know, what you want to do. You know, obviously as a player, you just want to go, 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 go and not yeah. stop. But you got to give your body the time to rest, especially as you get older. You can't do it anymore. No, that's the truth. It was interesting. Like, you know, like you, you came in, it was your first year in 08? 08, 09. 08, yeah. 09. And it was still like, you know, it's still that old school I see still a bit of an old school mentality where there wasn't a whole lot of emphasis on recovery, right? There's obviously no mandatory days off. It was still really yeah. the, heavy on the work. And oh, yeah. It's amazing how the philosophy. Day. Never had a day off. You got like one a month. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. If you think how many guys over month. time had damages, right? I mean, it actually puts them in more of a, an opportunity to get hurt, right? I mean, yeah, expose them to injury. I agree with that. That's like when you're tired, you're not working smart, and then that's when you open yourself up, right? Right. Like you'll be not thinking your brain's not working. And then all of a sudden, boom, that's when, yep. that's when it happens. That's, that's right. when all serious injuries happen. Yep. And the, and the guys that understand this and, and really adopt this type of thinking are the guys like yourself. We talked to JVRs is similar with their, you know, their thinking really focusing on the preventative and the recovery. Right. Um, and just, oh, yeah. well, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, you get your chiropractor work, you get your ART, you get your, you get all that stuff done. Your massages, like, and like now in the summertime, like I do Pilates. Yeah. Like that's something I would have never done before in the past. I'm like Pilates. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then now, like if I'm not limber, I'm going to, I'll probably tear like a hamstring or something. I'm like, I, I gotta be, I gotta stress, man. Like, did you get Jake? Stress. Did you, you need to get Jakey on that Pilates. <laughs> I can't, can't touch Jakey his toes. <laughs> Jakey probably can't even touch his toes right now. Like, <laughs> he can, no, you man. know, he can't, you know, he can't. Oh man. No, it's about, I don't know. I want to play for as long as I possibly can. Like, God willing, this year I'll hit a thousand games, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, like, close. If I can, you know, go another three, four years, you know, I'll be ecstatic. ecstatic. Yeah. So I, I um, think you will, buddy. You know, I just want to play this game. I love this game so much. It's given me so much. And it's just like, you know, this is what I this is what I know. I don't I don't really know much else besides hockey. Like I'm sure I could figure something else out but i don't want to i'm not ready for that yet right oh, I, so. I hear you man well i'll tell you what uh sim daddy in 2017 we jumped on a bird after a game and yes, went to yeah, la yes, we did. We did. <laughs> somebody one of the three here ended up with an mvp title from an all-star game and it wasn't Riggs, and it certainly wasn't me <laughs> it definitely was not Although, me. i may have i may have got a couple mvps off the ice oh, during yes. those two days uh no but kidding man I, I we can't not talk about that weekend man i just I I, so I, I I had tears in my eyes watching you get the award i mean it was one of the cool i was so happy i was able to that just happened to be my turn to do the all-star yeah. game and, and getting to see you win it and you, you played so well it was just awesome man and that our was, boys special and you know who we saw last night, Sim Daddy, before you say we saw Snoop Dogg last night. 
and he was there. What? Yes, he did. Me and Ross did. Yeah. Was he performing or what? He was DJing last night. Snoopadelic. Snoopadelic. He he. Okay. 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 He rapped a little bit, but he was more DJ. He was feeling it. You guys had a good party then. Yeah. Yeah. But but anyway, back to your weekend, man. Go ahead. Yeah. No, it was it was great. I think it was like even more special. My wife was there. Yeah, like we had our full training staff there. Like you were there, Harry was there. Hugs, they let hugs come. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, it was special in that way. And my brother got to come. My cousin came. So I had some family there, and I think it being back in LA made it even sweeter. Like, yeah, I like. I think I probably tried harder than everybody else. To be honest <laughs> with you, I don't think that's a cool thing to do. And also, nothing game. wrong so with I, that. You know what I? This is the NHL All-Star game. I'm playing with Sidney Crosby. Absolutely. Exactly. Game, right? I'm like, hey, right, I, I got a couple goals here. I just got <laughs> yeah. to go, go hard to the back. Go hard to the back post. Put the puck in the net. That's all yeah, I have I'm to do. And, um, go ahead, Nas. Oh, I was just going to say, it's funny. Like, that first, it's funny watching, being there and watching it. The first game is kind of like ho-hum, and then it's like, What's well, kind of close, and the guys kind of start playing yep. a little harder, and yep. then you get to the chance where you can win the money, win the game, or win the thing. And, and uh, the guys stepped up a little bit more then, so oh, you got to yeah. give yourself like, a little more credit. Well, I don't you know think what? Like, I'll, I'll take it. MVP of any any game, you know. Never yeah. mind the All Star game with all those players I just mentioned. You know, I'll definitely take it. It was a huge honor for me, and you know, something that you know I never would have imagined would ever happen to me in my life. So I'm definitely grateful for that. Um, you know, but I think, you know, our team was on like, literally, I think we had Crosby. Who else do we have? Ovechkin, Taylor Hall, Seth Jones. Myself. Who else is on that? Team? Uh, Cam Atkinson, Seth. Cam yeah. Atkinson. Holtby. I think Oak Poso. Yeah. We had yeah. Oak. So like our team was unbelievable, man. Yeah. Like, we had a sick, team. we had a filthy team. We, I think for <laughs> sure we had the best team. Yeah. So like we deserved to win it. We won it, and you know it was it was just nice, you know, yeah. being winners at the All Star game. So it was just a cool experience. I I've got a video, Riles. We're, we're uh, unfortunately we we left right after the game. Uh, we flew to Carolina. We dropped yeah. some people off, Philly and Simmer and the staff. We we went on into Carolina and had a full day off, just like he's there now. But uh, as we're wait, we're waiting in the limo to go to the airport. You should have heard MVP. That all these people are outside the hotel. MVP, oh, and my yeah. dumb ass is in the car going MVP. I'm fucking yelling at you. You know, just I'm just like the fans. But oh, it was great. an awesome weekend. I mean, it was my first and only All Star game I got to do, and it was so nice to get to do it. Yeah, we did it together, absolutely. right? Yeah, it's my man. first, and my only too. So it was awesome. I mean. That's I a pretty cool a Good time with good people, man. That, that was the best part about it. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, one, one funny thing, Simmer, it was nice. We, um, you took us to dinner there, and uh, Dewey, your your boy, uh, Drew yeah. Doughty, uh, was there, and and David Boreanaz. Yep, I and, that was the first night we got in, right? Yeah, so, the Riles, I don't know if I told you this, so uh, Justin Bieber's like two tables over, right? And he came over, and he's talking to Dave. He may have talked to these guys, too, but the funny part was I could hear Dave and, and Beeb, uh, I say it like I know I'm Beebs. I don't know. <laughs> Justin Justin Bieber is talking to Dave, and uh, he says, uh, "Yeah, man." He goes, "Hey, so that game tomorrow because they had a the like uh, what do you call it? All Star game, the celebrity was, game. Yeah, the celebrity game." And uh, Dave's like, uh, "Yeah, man, you you better be ready." 
it's kind of like me <laughs> fucking around with guys and, and beef is like oh yeah man it's like for fun right he goes dude pronger's playing like it's legit and and beeves is like or Be- justin beaver's like well yeah but it's like a you know it's like for fun you know he goes oh the, the guys are intense it's it's gonna be it's a real game it's a real game it and like there was a look on his face like you got a little scared dude, eh? dude what the fuck man like i thought this was like, you know i'm like dude you're a dick he's like i'm just fucking with it man you're fucking with justin beaver man. yeah right he did rub him out right he had a little face wash and yeah. he's smiling as he does it. There's a picture, a famous picture of him smiling as he. As <laughs> yeah, he's right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pinned up against the glass. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, I got a picture with him, too. I had my daughter's like, you got to get a picture. And I'm like, hey, but I asked him and he was like, yeah. Oh, actually, Miles from the Kings asked him. He's like, yeah, no problem. So I'm like, I, I have my phone. He actually goes, here, man. Takes my phone out of my hand. And gets yeah, I'm done good. Yeah. All right, let's go. And like, he's like smiling. He's he's like smiling. So I like smile. Like, and he goes, he gives he gives a straight face. So well, I'm like, I'm, I'm smiling. <laughs> and, he, and he's cheesing. done. I'm like, you asshole, man. <laughs> like, you, don't fake me out. Yeah, he got you good. It was good though. My kids didn't care. They thought it was a cool. I was the coolest dad. In the yeah, world. Well, as long as you got a picture with the beams, you're all yeah. right. You're all right, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. They thought I was cool. Hey, Simmer, I wanted to, uh, to 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 mention, um, you know, like you're 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 bring up your leadership and your you know over time throughout the the years of just like building on your leadership skills. And in 2019, you get the Mark Messier Leadership Award and. And, and that's obviously a huge honor, right? I mean, it's uh, it, it's it's a big deal. Uh, but then your work in, in the in the in the world of you know combating racism and stuff with that Hockey Diversity Alliance. Do you want to talk about that? Because I know you've dealt with racism throughout your life yeah, uh, and hockey yeah. career, and what you're doing in a positive way to to make change. Yeah, hundred percent. I I think hockey is a great sport. Like, don't get me wrong. I love hockey. It's given me everything that you know I have to this day. Um, I think for me, it's about, you know, making this game more accessible, um, you know, the people of color, you know, the other people who'd like to, you know, try and join in and, and want to have a part of it. And, um, you know, for me, racism is, you know, obviously, you know, it's been a big issue. I've had a lot of different things happen to me and, you know, it's come to a point to where, you know, it's, you know, you can't stand for it anymore and it needs to be erased from the game and, um, you know, there needs to be a lot that, that has to be done. Um, so for me, you know, I just want to be, you know, somebody who, you know, is looked up to, you know, by kids who look like me so that they can know that, you know, they have a space in this game too. Um, you know, so it's, you know, it's, I feel like it's, you know, it's my duty, you know, to be a good role model, um, you know, to do whatever I can, you know, to make, you know, hockey a safe space, you know, for everybody. So, you know, that's all I'm trying to do here. Um, you know, this game is unbelievable. You guys know it's given us all so much. And, yeah. Um, you know, I think this game, you know, has a lot of room to improve and to get better so that, you know, we're no longer even looked upon as like the fourth sport. And I think diversity has a huge part in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I think if you look around and, you know, you look at the NBA, the NFL, um, you know, they have more of a multicultural fan base and that leads to, you know, more success for the sport itself. So I, I think if, you know, hockey were to get to that level where we have, you know, races and ethnicities, you know, of all kind, you know, it's only going to make the sport better. It's only going to broaden, 
you know, the attention that we get. So, um, you know, why not try and clean up that part of the game, you know, to where, um, you know, we welcome everybody, you know, regardless, you know, of whatever you do in your own time, in your own life, you know, it, it doesn't make a difference. Um, you know, whatever color you are, you know, everything, you know, hockey, they say hockey is for everyone, you know, but I've generally felt hockey isn't for everyone. You know, so I'm just trying to help, you know, you know, make it that safe space. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing work and it's much needed. I think, well, now more than ever, obviously, I think the, 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 the problem's been exasperated for whatever reason, whether it's just like a societal thing and then it's maybe magnified through sport, specifically hockey, but hockey could certainly do a better job, obviously. And I think you guys, there's a nine or 10 of you guys kind of joined yeah. forces and, and doing some good work, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's it's necessary. So I just want to give you a prop, yeah, well, so props for that. some pilot programs like within Toronto, um, you know, to where we can get, you know, BIPOC kids, you know, into the game. You know, just kind of make it more accessible, like I said, you know, get a nice time, um, you know, putting these kids, you know, if they don't know how to play hockey, you know, like running them through clinics, and ball hockey tournaments, you know, which progress, you know, to on ice stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's been, you know, a long time. You know, I think getting to this point, you know, for us, but, um, you know, we got really good partners and, you know, we're only going to do, you know, this game, um, you know, a service. You know, we're not going to do it a disservice. We're going to service the game and we're going to make sure that, you know, everything that we do is, is done right. Beautiful. If there's anything we can do to help you out with that, I know we have yeah. some connections to the Snyder, Snyder um, Youth Hockey Foundation, stuff like that, which they seem to do something similar in the community. Yeah, they do. Um, I was on the board, you know, an honorary member on the board of the Snyder Foundation. And, you know, that was, you know, an honor for me as well. You know, they do such a good job. You yeah. know, they're, with exactly what they're doing. They're, they're phenomenal. And I think that's like, you know, that that's what, you know, needs to be in place in like every major city would be my hope. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. Something like that can completely change the complexion of the game and you know not only does um you know do they help with like the hockey and stuff like that but you know they make sure that you know the snyder the snyder program specifically make sure that the kids are doing well in school and yeah. i really like that i think that's huge it's you know huge. not everyone's gonna make the nhl you know but everybody's gonna you know grow up and you know move out and have to you know figure out this world to navigate on their own so you know they do a great job of giving the kids structure yeah, I agree. Yeah, the educational component, the life skills, right? Like you said, the odds are working against most of these kids to actually playing in the NHL, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But I mean, you're building them, helping them build a foundation, uh, and to be successful, whatever that is. So, exactly. But uh, good, good work in that world, man. It's, yeah, uh, man, it's, that's awesome. Seven. It's much needed. Appreciate it, man. Um, I did want to just bring up. Uh, we 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 stay pretty uh, clean here, summer like PG thirteen. Uh, I know we can't really tell any stories, but man, we had some fun, eh? In your seven years here, uh, just no, taking a good. we had a good time, man. We Raff, had a great time. Raph, Daddy, and Jake, and and just oh, all man, the all, everyone's gone, eh? Like yeah, everybody's gone. I was looking at the roster, and the only guys left here is like Coots, obviously G, yeah, like. And then obviously some of the younger guys like TK's in there, but I don't even know too many guys on the roster. Obviously Sandy, Proby, yeah, they've done yeah. they like a full facelift. I it, yeah, it, they they did they did a a number this summer. They got a lot of new players, <clears throat> and and they're playing well. They they dropped one last night, but they've played well uh, so far. Florida's got a good team, man. 
Yeah, uh, Florida does. Florida and Florida are the only undefeated team left, aren't they? I think uh, Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton, Edmonton too. Yeah, Edmonton's and, flying. I think it was one of their teams, too. Maybe Minnesota or something. I can't remember, but. Really? Anyway, yeah, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, Summer. But um, anyway, I just, I you know, I think back. I have stuff on Snapchat of all of us. I remember one time we had, a, it might have been a year-end party, and uh, me and Simmer end up with the same shirt on. We, we had the same. Remember that? I've got a picture of it. I've got a picture of it. Yeah, you know, you know, like Danny and Arnold, you know, from yeah, Twins and yeah. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, right. We had the same shirt. I'm like, Twins. He's like, oh, nice shirt, ass. I'm like, it's only what I have because we went down to AC. I couldn't even change, man. I'm like, <laughs> all right. But, uh, I don't so, mind looking like this. Oh, man. So, You're a handsome cat. So, <laughs> you got good style. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I, I better if, if if we had the same one on. That's right. Yeah, man. exactly. I know. We both could be wearing ugly shirt. Simmer, I, I also wanted to bring up uh, some of the uh, dad trips. Your dad was always my favorite. <laughs> this guy is the man. Oh, he's loving Riggs, it. Man. Oh man, dude, we had, I had so much fire. fun. Man, we in Nashville. I'm thinking about Nashville too, but we were in Nashville, and he loves them. You the blues, and and this guy was playing it. He was like, "Tell," he's like, "You're playing this song." And the guy's like, "All right, I got a video of your dad. Yeah, he's just he's, he's it, feeling eh? it, man." And Honest it, to God, he lived. He lived for those trips for eight years straight. <laughs> He's like one father's trip, one father's trip. You yeah. gotta come see the boys. One father's trip. So I remember um, you had to get on him. It was like you were the dad in Florida. There we had a night rigs, and oh, yeah. I got. I had Other my hand. arm, tw- I had my arm twisted. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Right. yeah, right. We we <laughs> got you guys get back. You guys get back at like three in the morning and drop my dad <laughs> off at the room, and I'm trying to sleep, and we play the next day. He comes in the room and like is it at, at dinner time, you remember he got like a doggy bag from the yeah. uh from the restaurant <laughs> where we uh you guys drop him off, he comes in the room, like lights on, takes it. I'm like, what did you guys next morning? I'm like, what'd you guys do to this guy? Like he was heating up food at four in the morning. I'm like trying to sleep. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. Never again. So, like, so we're in Florida and they get these huge hallways and the dads come in and I think you guys had just come out of a meeting and, and some guys are working on sticks and just kind of messing around talking to their dads and your, your dad was tired. So he <laughs> saw this, he saw a medical table over on the side and next thing you know, he's just laying there, he's minding his own business. Doing nothing. And so the boys are like, fuck, they're fucking around with Simmer. So they got their phones and they start like recording and like, just, just acting like they're recording, take a picture of his dad laying down. Like, leave the guy alone. He needs a little rest. Yeah, and Simmer's like, get up. He's, all, he's like, he was the dad. He's like, get up, man. You're embarrassing me. He's like, I'm just resting, man. You know what? It's, it's so funny. But I think for like, you know, you know, those trips are special, right? Like, yeah. You know, my dad got excited for them. Like, whatever. Like, everyone comes down. All the he wasn't the there. only one. No, 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 no. I know. I was about yeah. to say, we had, we had a good group of dads. Like, yeah. they got along well. Like they had a they had a great time and you you could ask nothing more from a trip like that for your dad right he yeah. comes in sees what you do um, but at the same time when you go to bed he gets to go out and enjoy himself with the boys too right so, yeah. it was all only- bad now. Like, yeah, I know, back, right? Looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, this guy's a beauty. Like, <laughs> oh man, it was awesome. And it's funny when when you have those trips. And and you don't know the dads like obviously I got to know your dad yeah. the years but it was funny to see 
how much the kids were like their dads and how opposite <laughs> and how opposite some were. Like I remember Daryl Powell's dad, he stayed out with me till the till the sun came up. I'm yeah. like, Powell's you'd have been you would have been in bed. Like he's like, you uh, Riggs, he's in bed right? at eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Palsy's dad was uh he was uh, he was a trooper too, man. But th- those trips were awesome and, and your dad is just always so much fun. Man, talk about a dresser rigs. Yeah, just oh, the nines, eh? Maybe. <laughs> Every time that when I was younger, he only wore like I never saw this man wear a pair of jeans until I was like 13 years old. <laughs> really? It was either like it was either he was in his work clothes. Well, I guess he wore jeans to work. Like it was either as soon as he got because he did construction, right? So as soon as he finished work. Is always a pair of dress dress pants, like wow. right out of jeans to like dress pants, and like dress pants and a tee on or something like that. But he never really wore jeans unless he was working. So like he always had like crazy suits, top hats, like three awesome. piece button ups. Like it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like he had the gator shoes. Like he was always stylish. Uh, I remember him and my mom had matching fur coats too. Like <laughs> <laughs> casual That's Saturday awesome, night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, he can dress. That's beautiful. Man. He, he can dress. Awesome. I love it. You gotta enjoy life, man. Why the hell not? Right. You know? Oh, that's what we're here for, right? Well, life life's short. Like yeah, that's start the truth. to realize you get older. Life life is short. You don't get you know, you don't get the good times all the time. Like yep. right. you never know when you know you gotta shut it down and you know, you never know. Like yep. you true, never man. know what's gonna happen. So you gotta enjoy what you have and be be thankful for it. That's, that's right. it. That's the truth. Well, Sim Daddy, we appreciate you, man, on your day off, man. No problem, guys. I'm literally not I'm, like I'm sitting here watching football, just chilling, hanging out. Like it's it's nice weather out here. I got the door open, like That's so. Awesome. I'm just hanging out, man. This is great. I'm honored to, that you guys wanted me to have you have or wanted oh. to have me on the podcast. And, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm sorry it took so long. I'm sorry it took so long. But <laughs> hey, man, no worries, gotta, man. We appreciate it. We know life, how it is. I'm happy, I'm happy to be here. I'm definitely happy to be on with you guys. That's been give, great. Give Crystal a big hug and kiss for me, man. I miss her. She's the best. I will. You know, you know, we missed you, Nas. You know we miss you. Yeah, man. I miss you too, bro. Hopefully, hopefully we can see you when you come to town. Love to yeah, see you. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah, we. I don't even know when we come in, but that'd be nice. Be nice. Yeah, man again but uh thank you so much yeah man enjoy enjoy your uh time get get Mraza a win there his old team i know we hey? so we we got their goalie and uh, they <laughs> took our goalie we flip-flop with them because yeah, uh right? freddie's there anderson's there right i saw that That's yeah well cool man well good luck brother keep it keep it going get that you all oh, the train was rolling the other night you saw my thing <laughs> what happened there i meant to ask you that one well, the, uh, Pitt. yeah, Pitt. Oh, went... yeah, we were losing 7 1. What do you mean? You oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> we were losing uh, 7 1. You think I'm going to just, I, no. I have to do something? Yeah, no, I'm messing with you, man. I and I didn't even know. Like, I literally sat there and I was like, I'm like, ah, oh, 7 1. It's going to look bad if I fight, but it's going to look bad if I don't. <laughs> no, right. No, it's, it's, it's refreshing it's to hear it still days. exists in the game, was... man. Keeping like, it alive. I'd rather look bad fighting than looking bad not fighting. 100%, right? That's the right yeah. attitude. I'm like, hey, we're going to go out swinging. We're going that's out right. swinging. Yeah, it was nice to see. So, that's what that was about. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, well, keep it going, brother. Really yeah. appreciate, I appreciate it. it. guys. Keep doing you. Appreciate it. Will do. 
All, All right. right, Sim Daddy. Later. Hey, say hey okay. to Steph to Steph also, my girl. Yeah, and, I will. And, and the boys, all the uh, Roper. And, 100%. And, uh, I'll say hi to all of them. Roper. <laughs> yeah. He's a beauty, isn't he? He's the best. Roper's great. Roper's love great. Him. I love Roper. All, all your equipment guys are awesome. Yeah, Bobo, Stagger. Yeah. They're yeah. all good. Blatchy. They're great, yeah. man. Blatchy, too, man. All right, bro. Okay. All right, Take Thanks care. Thanks so much, Summer. See you later. Nasty, I've been watching your game on the ice. <laughs> And I know you're ready to take the game outdoors. For over 50 years, Milik has been taking the game of hockey to the streets, driveways, and cul-de-sacs across the globe. Riggs, I can understand you wanted me to go play outside instead of on the ice, but I do love playing outside. And Milik is featuring their MK5 shin pads that are the number one selling off-ice shin pad in the world, bro. In the world. In the world? In the world. Also... A lineup of hockey goals ranging from the lightweight PVC goals all the way up to a regulation pro steel goal, brother. And that old orange ball that started it all has evolved into multiple balls scientifically designed to perform consistently in a variety of weather temperatures and asked. Well, I'll tell you what, my like also has a wide selection of hockey sticks for any type of playing surface, bro. Maybe Toby. Maybe Toby. Milek has all of your hockey needs covered. Visit Milek.com and use promo code Nasty Knuckles to get 10% off your next order. Milek, hockey starts here. That's right, brother. Love those guys. Yeah, appreciate them. Doing some awesome stuff for the game yes. of hockey. Yes, they are. And I want to thank our awesome guest, episode 46 with Wayne Simmons. We're an awesome S- dude, awesome Sim hockey down. player. The Sim Daddy. All. Yeah. He does Sim, it Sim all. Sim Simmer. Gotten a little ruckus again last night in uh, Carolina. Boy, they got pumped by by uh, uh, hurricanes last night. They're having a tough start. Like oh, We yeah. kind of talked about that with Wayne, but uh, whew, he had to go flying in there for someone last night. <laughs> I <again>. saw that. <laughs> uh, My favorite part, I thought it was funny when, he, when I asked him about what happened the other night with the fight with Boyle in uh, Pittsburgh. He said, what do you mean what happened? We're losing seven to one. Yeah, right. That's, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, one of the last dudes standing that would actually go out there when you're getting killed seven one and go out and set yeah. the tone. There's not many guys that actually do that this day and age to actually think like that and, and actually intentionally go out there and yeah. muck it up. So <laughs> what do you it, mean? Man. Seven to one, man. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to be look bad for not doing something yeah I look bad for doing something 100 percent. So. that's a good way to look at it for sure team i'm sure it, your teammates we well we know your teammates don't mind that but it didn't uh, unfortunately they lost again yeah, yeah. Le- Le- leafs nations having leafs a meltdown Nation. right <laughs> oh my god that is Be- tough. Hey, justin bieber's gonna stop hanging out with uh austin oh, here exactly, if they don't start right? winning some games i'm kidding but oh, like man. i know the guy i don't know the guy beebs Babesy. You were, you, were, you were calling by a nickname Basis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I know him. <laughs> I get Babesy. <laughs> no oh, idea. Yeah, they got to do something there because that's a tough tough start. Yeah, it Not going to last very long with that uh, type of performance. No, no, but it was great having the Sim Daddy on. Yeah, man, man it was really nice to connect, reconnect with uh, with Simmer. It's been, a, it's been a while and great to see him doing well, you know. It's, yeah. It's been a while since he was in the orange and black and a couple of little pit stops, but 
Yeah, seems to fit in the or in the old blue and blue and white, and back yeah. to his homeland there. So I never knew he was a. I never. I never knew he was a Detroit fan. No, I know. First time I ever heard. Why would you ever that. think that? Yeah, I know. I can't believe I didn't know that. Uh, thought I knew Sim Daddy better. I yeah, didn't right. Know, I didn't know Detroit. That, that, that got threw me off. <laughs> you just actually. assumed, man. You just assumed. Yeah, I know, right? Well, so did oh, well. I. Cool. Oh, man. Well, well, wish him the best. Appreciate him coming on, and uh, that wraps up episode forty-six of Nasty Knuckles. Be sure to tune in next week for episode forty-seven. Until then, stay safe, knuckleheads. See you, knuckleheads. 